I am joined by the fabulous Ruth Poundwhite. Um, and I'm really excited to get her on the podcast today because a lot of you have mentioned her to me. So when we've had conversations about people that you love to watch and people whose businesses that you really love, um, she is someone who comes up quite a lot. So I thought we'd better get her on the podcast and have a conversation. So welcome, Ruth. Oh, you know what? That is just such amazing feedback. It's like the best thing to hear that. So thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? So I am a business coach and mentor and I support people to really build their business around who they are unapologetically. Now I tend to attract a lot of thoughtful, heart-led, sensitive, introverted business owners who want to figure out a way of marketing and selling and running their business in a way that honors all of their values and also their energy and their personality and all of that. I actually started out as a copywriter a long time ago. Um, and that was kind of the journey I went on to figure it all out. And yeah, I've been working with other business owners on their businesses for about four years now, I think. This is why I found you because every word that you just used there describes me. Mm. Um, and would you say that you are a quite a, a kind of introverted, thoughtful person, or is that just what you happen to attract? No, I'm definitely that person. Um, I'm really introverted. And I def I I gotta say, like I don't only work with introverts, like I work with a whole variety of business owners, but they definitely all have like the values in common. Um, but yeah, that is definitely me. I did like the personality test, like the Myers Briggs, and I was like 80 something percent introverted. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I'm the sort of person that people speak to me for five minutes and they're like, you're an introvert, aren't you? Which I think is just a polite way of saying I'm quite awkward and I don't know how to have a conversation. Um, did you kind of intentionally go down the route of um, talking about being introverted and things like that? Or was that something that just sort of happened? Were you sort of mentoring and then you realised actually this way of running things doesn't work for everyone, it doesn't work for me, I'm going to talk about a different way? Or was that sort of, did you end up there by accident? A bit of both because I knew from from being in my so I started my past business, my copywriting business in 2008. I was 21. I was really young. I was like totally new to the world of online business. No idea what I was doing. Just desperate to make money in the recession after graduating from uni. So I ended up randomly falling into it. And then everyone I saw back then, and I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that there were all kinds of different business owners around then, but the ones that I saw were like very like masculine a lot of pro marketing I mean not that it's all bad but some of it was just like really didn't resonate with me some of it felt icky some of it just felt like that's not my personality and so like years and years and years of like experimentation figuring out what I really wanted actually a lot of the time just stumbling into it and being like okay that actually does work like I don't have to do all the things that everyone says or in the way that everyone says um so I figured it out accidentally over time and then I just knew. So I'm the kind of person who really, like it really matters to me how fulfilled I feel by my work. And I just knew that the copywriting, I'd built it up, like I was running a team and it was really going well. I just knew it wasn't my thing that I wanted to do, you know, forever. And I was just really obsessed with the running of the business, the how do I be myself? How do I even know what it is that I want and need? Um, and that's how I came to support other business owners. And 
I believe that the reason I attract people who are like me is because basically, like I didn't set out to be like, I'm a business coach for introverts and I'm not a business coach for introverts. I'm a business coach for anyone who resonates with the way I do things. But the reason that I attract so many people like me is because my whole philosophy based on all those painful years of learning the hard way in the first business, my whole philosophy now is to show up as myself and to be myself. And when I first started this business, I made no secret of the fact that I was absolutely terrified of being visible, but I just had, you know, this knowing that it was what I needed to do. Like it was worth getting uncomfortable for what was really in my heart to do. And I made no secret about how nervous I was. I made no secret about being an introvert and struggling and finding it awkward to show up on stories or all of this stuff. And I was just honest and literally just being honest about my own experience is what has drawn the right people to me without consciously like marketing to that group of people, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That fear and that awkwardness around kind of being visible and showing up and things like that, has that faded over time or is that still there? It's faded massively. And I I really want to, I, I really like to share that beginning part of the journey with people because I think it's so easy to look at people and think, oh, they've got it all figured out. They find this easy. I'm not like them. Therefore, I can't do it. But it's faded massively through practice. Um you know, like I remember when I first started my podcast, for example, I was absolutely terrified. I literally had anxiety about it. The only reason I kept going, despite the really uncomfortable feelings, was because I just knew it was something I really wanted to do. Um, and now podcasting is like so normal to me. It's so normal. But I will say it, it hasn't gone like it hasn't 100 percent gone. And there are always new like levels of it. So like you were part of a summit that I did in 2022 and it was really interesting launching that summit, like all my old visibility fears were coming up again. And it's just like, it it was like uncharted territory. It was something different. It was something I hadn't done before. So yes, it's faded massively and it still shows up, but I think I've got the benefit of, of knowing how much I surprise myself in terms of what I'm capable of and, and how much I've grown. So that makes it a lot easier to stretch even more. But yeah, it gets so much easier. Yeah. And I think it's um, what you said there about, you know, sometimes those things are scary and they do terrify you, but you've gone and done them anyway is really huge because I know that for me, some of the conversations I've had with people, they've just assumed that I've just started a podcast and it's been like, oh yeah, this is easy. I'm not scared. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, no, it's definitely not like that. Um, Is there anything that, the fear is so big that you haven't done it yet in business. Oh God, what what a question. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I was doing, I do like um, something called breath work. It's like a, like a physical practice. Um, and I was having a breath work session and it's really like, it always like takes your mind to unexpected places. It's really amazing. Um, and the last session I did a couple of weeks ago, I had this vision like come to me of running a, an in-person event. And that is something that I'm like, whoa, (laughs) whoa, like, is that me? Um, But it's just really interesting that this is how a lot of the stuff pops in for me. Like it just comes in as an idea. And I'm like, no way. That's how the podcast kind of came up for me. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not the kind of person to do a podcast. I'm so socially awkward. How can I interview people? All of this stuff. 
I mean, it turns out that actually I like to go really deep with people instead of having small talk, which a podcast is actually perfect for. Um, But anyway, that is one thing that came up recently, like doing an in-person event. I feel very nervous about the thought of it. I'm not planning on doing it right now, but I am open to the possibility. I would totally be there. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, it's so important though, isn't it? To hear different perspectives of different people, because when I first started business, everywhere I looked, and this is probably my fault, right? I was probably just not looking in the right place, but everywhere I looked were people who showed up in ways that didn't, like that didn't look like me you know mm-hmm. I was watching these people who were so confident and yeah. I was like I just don't know how to get there because that's so far from what I am um what is would you say and this could be based on your own experience or maybe people that you've worked with but what would you say are some of the biggest things that come up that have been challenging for you because when you look at other ways they've been done you think actually that probably won't work for me and who I am as a person yeah such a good question and just to preface this by saying I think it can be a very protective thing of us to, and it's very understandable. So I'm not like blaming or shaming anyone for doing this, but it can be a very protective thing to be like, I'm not like that person. Therefore I can't even try like that keeps us safe. But um, there are so many things about myself that um, have made me think I'm not cut out for this. I can't do it. Although I don't know if you relate to this, but I just feel like I could never go and get a regular job. (laughs) So I just, I have no choice. But yeah, so like social anxiety, shyness. So not just being an introvert, because not all introverts are socially awkward and shy, but I definitely have been and still am a bit. Um, Anxiety, more recently, like fatigue and probably neurodivergence. And just like, there's so many things about like the way that I think, the way that my brain works, the way that every, like certain things that seem so easy to other people can feel so hard to me that I always, I guess they all kind of combined into a story. The story was, I'm not charismatic enough. I'm not confident enough. I can't handle this it's really ironic because I've got such big like ambitions and I'm very driven, but it always came with like, Oh, but it's not for you. Oh, but you can't handle it. Oh, but you're not cut out for this. You're not charismatic enough. Um, and I don't know if I'm like doing it justice by just like reeling it off like this, but seriously, okay. I I feel like I can never emphasize enough, like how much that stuff was going on in my head. So on the surface, I have this like cool story where I was like a copywriter for 10 years then I had this like moment where I was like right I'm just going to get visible and then I went all in was visible and built up this business way quicker than the first business and it sounds really kind of shiny on the surface but behind the scenes what was going on is I knew I wanted to change business for three years and for three years I barely did anything and like I faffed around I made I wrote some blog posts I made some stuff behind the scene but I never put anything out there And it was all because of the fear and it was all because of the stories. And I should add here, like some of them are stories as in like, I'm not charismatic enough. Like, I don't believe that. I mean, I have my moments where, you know, my brain tells me these things, but, but mostly I don't believe that because I know that I'm the right person for my right people. Like the people who go to the most confident person out there, 
and try and learn their way might be totally overwhelmed and not get anywhere. And the people who come to me and see me doing it my way might find like, okay, maybe I can do this. So I do believe that, but some of it isn't a story. Some of it's like um, an actual, you know, lived experience or, you know, like mental health or neurodivergence and things like that. Like that's not stuff that you're making up about yourself, about yourself. That's like a fact about yourself. And it's true that some people don't have those things and some people maybe get by more easily. Although I would challenge that because we never know really what's going on under the surface, but um, accepting it is a huge part of it. Accepting who you are and be like, right, you know what? Maybe it would be easier if I wasn't this anxious human, but I am. So how can I find a way that supports me rather and, and allows me to accept that rather than fighting against it? Yeah, all of this is so important. I'm I'm so glad you're saying it. It's and it's bringing up a lot of stuff for me, you know, because when I first started the business, I felt all of this. I was like this is not my place. How am I yeah. going to fit in here? Yeah. And having been in the business now for oh gosh, close to 5 years or something, I sometimes forget, you know, like I forget what it was like and hearing you talk about this, I'm like, oh, like I remember feeling I like I worked with a coach once and we were looking at how I could sign clients and she was like just go networking and as someone with really bad social anxiety I was like yeah. I can't and she was like yeah you can and I was like no you don't understand like I literally cannot leave the house um and it was just I felt so odd at the time you know yeah and I was like how am I going to get there if that's how I have to do things and I cannot do things that way how is this going to work and I think it's really important to have conversations like this because I don't know, I'm sure some people could listen to this and just not, not get it, not relate. And that's great yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who will be like, Oh my goodness, thank God. I'm not the only one. And that's really important. Yeah. It's so important. Like that person telling you just to do networking. Firstly, it's okay if that's not what you want anyway, but if you literally can't do it, which I totally understand, then what message is that building up? of your image of yourself as well. Like I am less than because I can't do this thing that this person says I should just go out and do. Like, I feel so strongly about, like I've always felt like a weirdo, like my whole life. And I feel so strongly about people being able to express who they are and accept who they are. And there's such a wide variety of who people are. And some people don't get it, but I think it's so important to, acknowledge that there's you're not wrong you're not bad for finding something hard that other people find easy mm-hmm. yeah oh I love that um I want to ask you a question about a post that you put on Facebook um, okay. in December and I remember seeing this and before this podcast I was like I need to go and find that post because I remember I read it and I was like oh um you wrote a post that said am I really a brilliant business coach if I'm not fully booked <laughs> yeah what are your thoughts on that So that post was me reclaiming my power over a story that had come up for me. So when you are kind of supporting people with the thing that it is that you do, you can feel a lot of pressure to be really great all the time, what you do. And I had been fully booked for a while. And then for quite a while, I haven't been fully booked and I mean, this applies to so much stuff, but hopefully you'll understand what I'm talking about from this example. The question is like, what am I making that mean? And 
I had made that mean that I wasn't the best business coach because I wasn't like being the example of, of someone who was fully booked. And when I shared that post, like I believe in, for my clients, I believe that their business is not going to be perfect all the time. I believe that it's totally fine if they have periods, like let's say if they were a coach where they were fully booked and where they weren't. I believe that's fine. And I don't believe that takes away anything from how good they are at what they do. But I was not applying the same standards to myself. Mm -hmm. And I just really wanted to be honest about, about firstly, you know, the ups and downs of business. And secondly, how we can make all of this stuff mean so much about ourselves, like what's going on under the surface. It's really important for me to share some of that stuff. And I don't always share it in the moment. Like sometimes I'll take some time and process it. But honesty is so important to me in my business. And I know I had lots of comments or messages from people after sharing that saying, oh my goodness, I totally relate to this. I totally feel this. I've been judging myself this way too. Um, so I, th- I, th- I hope I did that answer your question, but yeah, it's, yeah, really yeah. it's kind of the stuff that people are thinking, but no one knows if you're allowed to say it out loud. Yeah. It definitely felt like one of those things. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and, and that's what we need, right? Because when I read that post, I wasn't fully booked at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think I had that exact question running around in my head but I was just keeping it in my head. And then when I saw you'd written it down, I was like, oh, it's not just me. And that relief sometimes, even though logically, like you said, if it was a client experiencing that, I would know what to say. When it's yourself, sometimes we don't apply the same rules. It's like, oh, it's okay for everyone else, but not for me. Um, And so I love seeing stuff like that. And I was really glad that you posted it. Yeah. And also like in this online world, there's so much emphasis put on like the shiny measures of success. Like, I'm fully booked. I had a 10K month. I did this, that, and the other, like numbers. And like, there's so much more to it than that. Like there's so much more, like if I'm fully booked or not, does not change the way I show up with, for my clients, does not change like my abilities as a coach. Like actually, I think, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this in the post or not, but something that was kind of weird because I had this story going on was actually the fact that I feel better. Like I feel more confident as a coach than I ever have before. But it's just like that story, the fact that I'm not fully booked doesn't actually take away from that. And I think it's really important to be really grounded in different measures of success that aren't just the shiny numbers, because they will go up and down. And that is inevitable. That is like the life of an entrepreneur. And at the end of the day, like, I feel like that's kind of shaky ground anyway for trusting yourself and your own value. Um, it's what you know about yourself. And I have done a lot of, a lot of work and I work with people a lot on this specifically as well of knowing my value, regardless of what results are happening at any given moment. And you said there something about, um, like results and measuring results and it not necessarily being about those 10 K months. What would you say? it is for you like if you look back over a month what is going to make you feel really good is it like the freedom or the flexibility clients you've worked with what is it that you're like oh that is the thing I really want for me freedom is massive like it's it's huge 
Um, so I was literally reflecting on this recently because I'm at a very kind of in-betweeny phase of my business right now. Like I closed my group, my, my main group program in December, and that was really the foundation of a lot of my income. And it's been, it's been really interesting, like leaning into my own stuff and the stuff that I help other people with in these last few months, like of this year. And one of the things I was reflecting on was the fact that my, my schedule is so free right now. Like I don't, and this is something I was intentional about. Like I, I, like I deliberately, I can't remember when it was, but because of this fatigue that I have, I've realized that there's quite a strong correlation with the number of calls that I have in my diary and like flaring up of the fatigue. I mean, it's actually really hard to tell directly, but it's kind of my feeling has been that this is correlated. So I put in place probably in like autumn, 2022, I put in place a lot more, uh, I put a lot more emphasis on Voxer coaching and I started signing up clients doing purely Voxer coaching, which felt like a really big, um, big move for me. And I was literally reflecting on kind of my achievements and recently, and, and the thing that came up is like, wow, I've, I've created this way of working and coaching where my calendar is not full of calls. I'm not fully booked right now in this moment. And thinking back to when I was fully booked, I had so many calls in my diary, like so many, there were days when I would have back-to-back calls and that might work for some people. Like I'm not knocking it. It's all about finding your way, but, and it did work for me for a time, but now I'm like, this is how I want to work. Like, this is the freedom that I've been building towards and making intentional decisions about. And even if I'm not fully booked, like I'm working with incredible clients and I'm seeing that this way of working really works. So I think like, that's just one very long-winded example of what I'm talking about, but also a reminder to pause and to look at how it is that you're working, how it is that you're feeling about how you work, not just the headline numbers of clients, numbers of income and all of that. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I feel like I'm in a similar space having just literally last month closed down one of my uh, offers and realizing that like, I've just got so much time and actually how amazing is that? And it's funny because there's on one hand there's that oh but I'm not fully booked does that mean something about me and on the other hand I'm like oh my god I love having loads of time so actually do I want to be more booked up or do I want to just enjoy this space space right now um yeah yeah humans are complicated aren't they (laughs) yeah I've definitely been asking myself all of these questions as well (laughs) so I'm really curious to know what your current product suite looks like and how it is that you kind of make money in a way that really works for you Okay, so something that's been really interesting since closing my group program, which was like a higher ticket group program, is that I've been putting a lot more emphasis on my kind of self-study lower price courses, and it's actually worked really well. Um, Like I've had like January and February were really good months and very unexpectedly because I was like, what am I going to do? And just to... I call it like my ecosystem of offers. So basically over time, and I, by the way, I am someone who absolutely cannot just have one signature offer. Again, 
that definitely works really well for some people. I create all kinds of things. That's just the way I am. And I've had to just accept that. So I have an ecosystem of offers. Like everything does a specific thing, but they all link to each other and they all come under the umbrella of doing business in a way that honors who you are and allows you to express yourself. So they range from like $9 to like $10,000 and everything in between. Um, that's, that's for my one-to-one, like the highest price one-to-one package. So I feel like for me, this is the way, like I've, I've always from the very start, in fact, I think I did courses before I even did coaching. Like I've always been clear that that is a key part of my business because of this freedom being like my, probably my biggest value in business, like personal freedom. Um, so I don't know what, I don't know what else to say about it, except like just knowing that I have offers that people can join at any time, knowing that I have offers that I can do live rounds or flash sales, knowing that I always have my one-to-one for people who want to go deeper. And I really, you know, I'm very careful on valuing my time. Like the more time I give, the more the price goes up like substantially. Um, and I've just literally today, as we're recording this opened my new membership, which is, which is a lot like more affordable than other group things I've run before. And it feels really, really good. I feel like I'm at a stage in business where I've grown my audience so much. And I had a really clear vision, like at the beginning of the year that I want to just serve more people. Um, So yeah, long story short, it's like an ecosystem. Everything is connected. Everything has its own purpose and is connected to everything else. And it's been really exciting to see how, the lower ticket stuff has been really supporting me when I've been in between or pretend, well, I don't know what's next for the group program, but when I haven't had a group program, basically. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think sometimes I'm guilty of this as well, of thinking like, oh, the lower ticket stuff, it's just not going to add up enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And actually, I think the lower ticket stuff can sometimes be even better than the higher ticket stuff in terms of not just in terms of how much it brings in, but it allows more people to kind of join your world and it can be that kind of stepping stone into something else. And I think there's value in all types of offers, isn't there? I'm really curious though, um, because I know you've talked about having this fear around kind of showing up and being visible and stuff like that. Have you ever had that fear around your prices or has that been an area that you've been quite confident in? I've definitely had that fear around my prices. So one of the fears is, oh, people in real life are going to see how much I charge and think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I literally just said I have a 10K offer and I cannot tell you how many feelings that has brought up for me. Like seriously, Um, I will say, by the way, that I feel like there is value in offers at all price points. I do believe that a lot of us undervalue ourselves and undercharge. I shouldn't even say undervalue ourselves because it's not about how much you are worth because you are priceless, but it's about the work. But um, yeah, definitely so many feelings about people seeing my prices. And even now, like I'm launching a low ticket membership and I'm like, oh, are people going to judge it for being too cheap? So it's just like, there's always feelings coming up at every level. I think it's like a case of being very honest with yourself about, okay, what do I really want to charge for this? Am I undercharging from a place of fear? Am I avoiding charging what I want to charge from a place of fear? Um, And do I have like the audience or the ability to get people into the offer that supports the price point? Because I think that's what's hard. I think that's what's kind of hard about low ticket offers. Like if you don't have the audience or if you don't have the mechanism like Facebook ads or something like that, it can be really hard to get enough people in. 
Um, but yeah, fears, fears come up at all, all levels. So I, it's, I do have the, my prices on my website cause that's just the way I prefer. Like, I don't like getting on a call with someone and having to tell them the price on the call. That's just not my preferred way of doing things, but it definitely brings up feelings about pe- people in real life. And I just have to remind myself, like, it's okay if they don't understand. I know that 10 K for a coaching package would seem absolutely ridiculous to some people but they're not in the business they don't understand um and that's okay this has been such a refreshing conversation I feel like it's just been so honest and open and I've loved it oh thank you honestly like it's been I'm so glad I I got you on because I feel like you've taken a lot of the thoughts out my head and verbalized them which is quite (laughs) nice a bit like a therapy session um but no I think it's going to be um really really helpful for so many people who can relate to all of this stuff that you're saying and also it's just nice sometimes to see that we're all just human and that even the person that you're looking at thinking oh I wish I had a business like that they've probably still got their own stuff going on and they're still worried about stuff that you're worried about and it's just really refreshing to to hear that so thank you so much oh thank you I actually loved it you asked some really good questions Thank you. Um, where can people find you if they're like, oh, I need to go and find Ruth. Where are you? So I'm at ruthpoundwhite.com. I have a podcast which has ended, but you can listen to all of the archives. It's the Quietly Ambitious podcast. You can listen to that. Oh, also I have a book, the Quietly Ambitious book. I should mention that as well. I will pop all of the links below. Thank you so much. Thank you.